Hey, 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 welcome back to Dear Aunt Susan, Advice on Being Human. I'm so glad you came back to join me. And I have heard your requests. Um, I've heard from a couple of different people told me that they would like to get some advice on dealing with toxic people, toxic work environments, toxic family members. It seems like the, the coronavirus and the pandemic and all the crap that's going on out in the world has, has stressed people out to the point where they're becoming hostile, they're becoming jerks. So it sounds like a lot of you are seeking ways to manage that and it's becoming frustrating. So no worries. I got your back. We're going to talk about that today. So, well, we're actually going to talk about it over the next two or three episodes. So I would like to hear your thoughts on this. What do you want to hear about? I need your feedback. My email address is, get your pen, okay? My email is Susan A.T. The Quiet Zone at gmail.com. Please send me your feedback. I want to know what you'd like to hear, if this information is good and you love it or you hate it. So let me know how you feel about it. We're not going to answer any questions today. We're just going to talk about communicating. So before we could talk about um, conflict and criticism and toxic work environments and home environments and dealing with bullshit, um, we need to learn how to just communicate, basically. How do you talk to other people? What is your attitude? Um, We can't communicate effectively when we're stressed out, anxious, or shy. Uh, Sometimes that makes it difficult. So here are some techniques that you can use right now, start using them today, to keep your interactions with others easy and pleasant and less stressful. So let's talk about that. Uh, My first suggestion is to always be curious about other people. Everybody has a story. You would be surprised when you hear the things that other people have experienced that you might not have guessed. I spent a lot of years before I started uh, being a life coach. I was a hairdresser for many years. And let me tell you, I heard some stuff that would make your hair curl without the perm. It was bad. Uh, People have some really deep, dark secrets, and they also have some really interesting life experiences that you would never guess if you met them. So be curious about other people and always be willing to learn something new. I continue to learn the older I get, it doesn't matter. I don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. I am always learning from other people and from experiences. So always be willing to learn something new. Nobody likes the know-it-all. You know what you do when people like that show up. You shut them down. So listen to the opinions and observations that other people have. It's not just polite. It's a great way to learn new things. And that just because you listen to somebody else's opinion doesn't mean you have to agree with them or, or adopt their opinion, but learn how other people think. Broaden your horizons. Expand, expand uh, what, what you know. The next suggestion is to focus on the person that you're talking to like they're the only person in the world. Don't be playing with your phone. Don't be looking over your shoulder. Don't be admiring the hot guy walking by. Pretend that other person is the only other person in the world right now. You know who used to do that? Mr. Rogers. Remember Mr. Rogers? Um, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and he put on his sweater and his sneakers when he would come on to his show. 
in real life, Mr. Rogers used to do that. He used to pretend that the other person that he was interacting with was the only person in the world. Even if they were just a small child, he made everybody feel special. And that was one of his taglines was to feel special, wasn't it? So make other people feel special by focusing on them. The next suggestion is, and you're going to laugh, but this is the truth. Remember the golden rule. Yeah, I know you've been hearing that since you were two, but you know what? It's the truth and we don't do it. Treat other people the way they want to be treated and the way you would want to be treated. There's two ways (laughs) to look at that. Um, When we have consideration for other people and treat them with respect and kindness, our interactions with others are usually easier and more fun. And this also teaches other people how we want to be treated. Okay. So if somebody wants to be left alone, that's how they want to be treated. Leave them alone. If you have an issue with somebody else, how would you like to have somebody approach you if they had an issue with you? Consider that. It's important and we don't do it enough. Be the change that you want to see. Yes, now I am stealing everybody else's words, uh, but thank you to the the, uh, person who said that. Be the change that you want to see. Nobody likes a complainer. Nobody wants to hear bitching and moaning. Uh, Be an example. Model the type of behaviors that you think are important. Remember, we were talking in other episodes about values, okay? Well, make sure that your behavior matches your value system. Make sure that if you think that honesty and compassion or kindness or hard work are important, make sure that you model those behaviors for other for others. Uh, like I said, you're, you want to teach other people how you want to be treated and you want to set an example for other people. Walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. Here we go. I'm stealing another saying, but it's true. The cliche is true. Why does somebody behave the way they're behaving? And this is a huge part of resolving conflict. Why is that person behaving the way that they are? You don't know what's going on in their life. They might have just had a fight with their wife or their cat might have just died or their dog might have just chewed up their shoes. You don't know, or their boss may have uh, come down on their heads really hard. So you don't know what's going on with them. Um, I had a client who had a lot of trouble with her mother. And when I asked her, well, why does your mother behave like this? She started telling me this tale about the difficult life her mother had had um, walking across the border years and years ago, having to struggle in the U.S., uh, having to learn the language. And her mother had a really tough, hard life. And by the time she was born, you know, her mom had gotten her green card and had, you know, gotten uh, permission to live in the U.S. and had a job and was starting to thrive. But her mom had had these experiences that were coloring her behavior because she remembered how hard it was. And you have to have some compassion for other people. That doesn't justify their behavior, but walk a mile in their moccasins and see what it might be that's making them behave the way that they are and have compassion for that. Sometimes people who behave really badly have really poor self-esteem, have had really bad life experiences, and it must suck to be them. So have some compassion. Another suggestion that I can give you is to ask you what your motivation is. And sometimes we don't want to look at that. 
Um, but make sure your own motivations are pure. Are you trying to get somebody else to feel sorry for you? Are you uh, playing the victim card? Are you trying to, but being a victim is very manipulative. I have to tell you, don't do that. Don't play the victim. Um, you don't want people to be sorry for you. You want them to admire you. Okay. Um, why, why would you be looking for attention? What does that get you? It doesn't get you anything except uh, people looking at you like, oh, wow, that's pretty sad. Okay. If your behavior isn't something that you would do when nobody else was looking, then don't do it. So be keep an eye on what your motivations are when it comes to your interactions with others. And ask yourself these questions when you're not sure about your behaviors. Okay. Should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Well, you can ask yourself Am I hurting myself? Am I hurting someone else? Am I willing to accept the consequences of this action? And if you can't say that you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting someone else, or if you are not willing to accept the consequences of what you're about to do, then don't do it. (laughs) Okay. All right, so um, let's talk real quick before we run out of time about listening skills, because this is a huge part of interaction uh, with other people. And the other thing um, is that these listening skills, reflective listening and active listening, are really great tools for people who are shy. If you're afraid to talk to other people, you can pull these out of your hat when you're in a social situation and people will think that you are the most brilliant conversationalist on the planet because you did this and you won't even have to have said anything. And I'll explain how it works. So the first thing is reflective listening. Reflective listening is just reflecting back what somebody else says to you. And this is a key strategy for managing conflict and deflecting criticism. So make sure you start practicing this right away because you're going to need to learn this for our next episode about conflict resolution. So reflective listening statements are going to sound like this. It sounds like you think I shouldn't have done that. It seems like you want me to finish this later. It looks like you're angry about what I did. Many times other people just want to be heard and understood. You can uh, cut off conflict at its knees sometimes just by letting people know that you've heard them. If you say, wow, it seems like you're angry or, or conversely, it looks like you're really enjoying this. You're having a good time. Or it seems like you're very frustrated right now. You can diffuse other people's poor negative emotions, or you can inflate their happiness just and open up a dialogue just by using one of these statements. It's, it makes it really easy. So you also want other people to feel, feel good and um, discover. And the other thing is by using these statements, you can help them figure out that their, their upset or their aggravation may have nothing to do with you because a lot of times it doesn't. And I'll give you an example. Um, I was in the emergency room back in May and I had dislocated my shoulder and fractured my arm bone. I really messed myself up good. And they wanted to do some surgery. So one of the, um, one of the nurses came down to do pre-surgical testing right there. They had portable stuff that they brought down to the emergency room. And she was a bitch, okay? She was so nasty. And I said to her, hey, um, you know, it sounds like you're really aggravated right now and frustrated. You must be having a bad day. 
And all of a sudden she melted and became really super friendly and sweet and told me what a horrible day she was having. It had nothing to do with me. She was just having a bad day. And by listening to her and reflecting back what I saw, I helped her feel heard, feel validated, feel appreciated. And she became a really super nice, friendly lady. So yes, this, this is a really, really important tool to master. So start practicing that right away. And reflective listening's big brother is called active listening. So active listening is very similar to reflective listening. It starts out the same, um, but it ends with a question to keep the conversation going. And this is that technique I was mentioning for you people who are shy, who want to uh, be able to interact with others without being afraid. So what you're going to do is keep in mind that people always love to talk about themselves, don't they? Okay, everybody does. So when you ask people questions, they're going to think you're the smartest person in the room and all you did was let them talk about themselves. So, and remember what we said about learning things about new people. So, okay, here are some examples of active listening. Wow, you've got four great Danes. What's it like to take care of such big dogs? And then they'll answer you. And you say, oh, it sounds like they eat a lot. What do you feed them? Wow, they must need a lot, a lot of exercise. How do you manage that? You must be super strong to walk them. Do you work out? And now you can take it down into a whole other area. Do they go to the gym? Do they work out? What kind of exercise routine? Wow, you're in really great shape. It looks like you must uh, have a really healthy diet. You're just saying, it looks like, it sounds like, it looks like, it sounds like I'm hearing that, it seems like, and then asking them a question. So what's it like to take care of such big dogs? What do you feed them? How do you manage that? Do you work out? You haven't said a word about yourself. You don't have to be a brilliant conversationalist, okay? All you did was ask them questions about them, and they're going to love you because they get to talk about themselves. And in the, in, the, in the process of doing all that, you're going to also get asked questions and all you have to do is answer them. So they may say, well, what about you? Do you work out? And you could say, oh, no, you know, I, I thought about going to a gym. Tell me what you love about going to the gym and tell me what gym you go to and ask them questions. And then you might actually, again, learn something new. Okay, learn something about new people, learn something new about going to the gym, learn something about yourself. Okay, be open to that. So I hope this has been a really interesting uh, session for you and that you will join me next week when we start talking about conflict resolution. I want you to start practicing these listening skills and using the golden rule and being the change you want to see. Uh, start practicing that this week and see how it feels. And next week, I'll come back and give you some conflict resolution skills so that you can diffuse situations before they get out of hand. And um, also, I should mention to you that I am a life coach. I teach life skills that your parents didn't teach you when you were a kid, that you need to move forward in life to deal with stress, to deal with frustration, to deal with drama and bullshit that, that we experience every day in life. So I invite you to go to my website, www.thequietzonecoaching.com and take a peek at what I've got up there. I have this one package that's amazing. It's six months 
as many sessions as you want. There is no limit to how many sessions you get. I teach you the life skills. I coach you through how to use them um, for six months, and it's only $1,997, $1,997. That is an incredible, incredible price for six months of unlimited coaching. So um, it's a, it's called the, the Quiet Zone Method, uh, the life skills that your parents never taught you. Go to my website. Check it out. I do take uh, payments. You know, make we can make payments for you if you have trouble with the amount of money. And also, if you hear that amount and you go, "Oh my God, I can't afford that," schedule a, an assessment. Schedule a life skills assessment because I do that for free. We will create a package for you if you can't afford that. Don't worry about it. I will create a package for you that that will fit into your budget. So I look forward to talking to you next week. Namaste. Have a wonderful week.